come to realize ever since I moved out here, people actually have difficulty in understanding what I'm saying. Wait, I could you repeat that? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Table Moments. I'm your host and captain, Ayman. And on the call, we have Akram, the elder. This is a podcast where siblings and sometimes guests talk about random, crazy ideas and we laugh our asses off. Welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're colors. Isn't that crazy that they actually made that the theme song? Because um, they mentioned know. the color? Because like, people don't mention that kind of stuff anymore. Or it's very awkward. If you mention that stuff, it's like, I'm a black man, you're a white man. People are just like, no, 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 I don't see color. Well, no, because it was a black, because it was a black show, dude. I know, I know, but like black shows. Most black shows are very, you know, forward thinking, and you know, when it comes to like, um, like racial, you know, hypocrisies and whatnot. What? I don't know. <laughs> no, they're on that victim bullshit, dude. A lot of these shows, like Blackish, is a really good one. He's talking about like black issues and struggles. It's like, nigga, we're fine. We're fine. Like, no, maybe, maybe your experience is fine. Other people's, you know, aren't. Okay. But why would we let the shitty experience define the entire black experience? Got him. See, this fucking white people don't talk about, oh, damn. That's probably we because, fucking, okay. you it's know, pro- <laughs> it's probably because of there's more racial injustices than more wins for somebody that's ethnic i'm gonna call bullshit on that dude who knows i'm just saying there's a possibility like i'm not saying that's the case but what i'm saying is like maybe that might be the reason oh no if your choice is to relish on the sins of the past and victimization versus focusing on the present and future like it seems like easy choice to me man I know there's a lot of feel-good shit when it comes to, like, oh, you know, I struggle, and you get sympathy. But, I mean, like, do you really want sympathy, man? (laughs) Like, it ain't useful. People make excuses for you, and you can feel justified in not actually taking action and control of your life. Now, it feels good in the short term because you ain't got to do shit. There's no pain, no struggle in actually becoming better. So that's fine. But, like, in the long term, it's terrible. You know? I don't know, man. I'm just like... Yeah, your life might be shitty. You might have gone through some really hard shit, but like, don't stay there. Don't don't keep your mind there, at least. And if you have a choice, why not make it positive? It's like I am, which is why you know I I made fun of black people calling them th- themselves kings and queens, but I'm just like, no, 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 that's good. Yeah, remember that you were kings and queens. At least maybe some of you, some of your historical ancestors were kings and queens. So that's good. See, that's the thing. Those kind of people are relishing on on good history. Versus the bad, you know? You got a yeah. choice. Choose positive. Push, push and pee, right? <laughs> you think that's the definition of it? No, or push and posi- positivity. That's exactly what it is. Really? Push and pee. Yeah, that's literally... Dude, you don't listen on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, push and pee, man. Push and pee. Push positivity. None of this, like, black struggles and, like, man, racism. It's like, all right, dude. Like, so let me ask you. I mean, you, you think we're 100% good? We're good enough. At this point, the problems that black people have can be solved by themselves. All right? There's no systemic thing where, like, government's trying to hold people back. And you, I mean, obviously, you have the criminal justice system. But then you had Black Lives Matter, which really didn't do anything. So it's like when we're left 
black people, you had a choice to actually do some real shit and you didn't do anything. So it's like, at this point, it's our problems to solve. If these problems are big enough and worth solving. It's our pro- there are issues to solve now. White people can't help anymore. They did as much as they could. That's what I would say. It's where, you know, people like school, you know, inner city, they're not funding. It's like, fuck public schools in the first place. Start your own schools. Montessori's or even homeschool. That's where it's at. If they really want to, like, change shit, homeschool. But this requires parents who give a shit about their kids and are willing to put in the work and sacrifice and struggle to learn all this shit. I mean, the public schools don't do much anyways when a lot of 18-year-olds can't even read at, like, a fifth grade level or some shit. So our problems are our own to solve at this point, is what I would say. I think it's that parents don't care. It's just that they're already doing so much trying to provide for their kids, especially when it comes to, like, you know, paying the mortgage, buying groceries, paying for cell phone bills, paying for utilities, paying for... There's a lot of things that needs to be funded, and it's kind of hard to do that when you're homeschooling. No. Do you think you'd be able to do it if you were a parent? Be able to fund everything and still homeschool your child? That's literally why I made a career change, dude. Because I want a job I could do from home. I know. I'm planning for it. It requires planning and sacrifice. This is exactly... I'm doing it. It's like, it's not easy. Uh, Don't get me wrong, but like, you have to make choices. If you want the stability of a paycheck, you work for somebody where you have to walk into the office every day and go enjoy it. You get a lot of benefits from it, but you're making, there's a sacrifice that comes with it. You lose control, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you willing to make sacrifices now for things that are going to happen 10 years from now? I know when I have kids, I'm, I should have an, I should be able to earn money from home. That way they can spend most of their day with me and their mom. Actually all, all their time with me or their mom. And uh, they learn by the old way of teaching kids was you bring them with you. You experience life as uh, they experience life as you do. So you go to work. They come with you. Farmhand. They work with you. They learn like learn that way. And then obviously uh, a few hours a day you can spend learning the basics of like math and all that shit. But that was the traditional way of doing it. And I think there's a renaissance of that coming back. Teach like, hey, let's go build a motorcycle today, son. You know. Let's fix this shit. Let's go to a bank and understand finance. Let's go to a store and look at prices and how we make decisions based on per unit of good goods. You know, there's the world is full of learning experiences. You can bring kids along, and know, they're curious as fuck. Our our parents allowed to do that now. Like I thought, allowed. you know, yeah. Like I've never seen a parent do that. Just like take their skill, like. Like, if they had a choice, like, if you had a choice right now to actually take your kid out of school and tell them, no, I'll just teach them and I'll raise them the way I want. What do you mean, allowed? What the fuck are you talking about, man? I'm talking about, like, I feel like, uh, merch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we do need merch. We do need merch, but we don't have cash pay. I feel like. <laughs> All right, what do you feel like? That kids are required to go to school. Or at least have some kind of structure, whether it be homeschool or uh, going to an actual school. Like, Where do you get that from? I don't know, man. I mean, society has kind of ingrained that into us. Exactly. This is a really good point. The oppression is so strong. You think parents don't have rights over their kids. Ain't that, ain't that crazy? Like, you're so used to like, oh, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. Like, you know, it's they need our consent, man. This is always a choice. It's not a have to, but it's just been so consistent for so long. People don't even question that 
you do have liberties and freedoms here. Like, no, what the fuck? Approval? Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. And then subject them to a shitty public educational system? What the fuck? Crazy. No, you don't need, literally. And I don't know, have you ever met a homeschool student, a kid? No. They're smart as shit, dude. And it should, because they're not limited by the public school system. Every grade you're in, they reduce you to following whatever the, is best for the lowest common denominator. So advanced students get held back. Below average students get pushed forward. And so everyone's learning at a pace that's not good for them. But homeschool students, man, they're, and they don't, it's crazy. One, they're smarter because they just, their parents care more and they're learning relevant, important things. And they can go at their own pace, which is a lot faster than most public schools um, really run at. So kids can learn a lot more than, than public schools really give them credit for. And then two, they don't go through the social trauma <laughs> that a lot of people in public school end up going through because they don't experience bullying or feeling shitty about the clothes that they're wearing because everyone has nice shit or the social pressures or drugs or anything like that. So they're just happy people. <laughs> they're just happy because they haven't had to go through the traumatic shit of public school. It's crazy. And then they call them weird. It's like, oh, I don't want my son to be socially awkward. Really? When your son goes to a public school and they come out fucked up, that's the norm. And that's okay. But when someone who had loving parents who gave a shit about their outcome decided to make sacrifices to teach them themselves, they're usually more competent, smarter, achieve higher academic success, and they're not socially broken like the rest of us. You call them weird. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. It would be nice to uh, invite somebody who was homeschooled to this podcast and uh, get to see what their experience is. But, yeah, I mean, that's always been my plan, homeschool. That would be weird. Like, would it be weird if I invited strangers on here? No. No? You just talk about random stuff? Pretty much. Talk about heavy... I don't know. I don't think this is a heavy topic, homeschooling. I think it's it's one people should give more thought to. And, you know, people are like, oh, it it is work. Not going to lie. I mean, like, if you don't trust yourself to be able to teach your kids... Because you suck at algebra or history or whatever. And you don't uh, believe in your ability to figure it out as you go along. Totally understand. Totally understand. That's when you do have to um, find some other resource. Maybe pool with parents who have their own expertise and you teach your own thing. Because everyone's an expert at something, I think, right? At something. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Like if I was in a community with other families who also wanted to homeschool their kids, I could be responsible for the math and repair school or whatever building stuff like a mechanic shop and then maybe another family would be history and another one would be english and language that'd be cool like a spanish family's part of it so they when they're over there for a few hours every week learning spanish from a family who speaks spanish bro that'd be so cool that's like immersion that actually be really cool and you get to learn about different cultures and they have dinner there and eat their food or they come to my house with my family and they eat with us it's like a whole community thing i think essentially what our parents tried to do with the whole emc origin muslim community in northern california which i think is dead at this point but it's a shame yeah it kind of is dead you think it's because of covid could have been covid right or it's because i was gone it's probably because i was gone probably it maybe i should revive it i think i might because you were gone you think you were the i am the glue i am the glue 
I am the captain. I am the captain. I am. I, I, things don't happen unless I decide they happen. Mm-hmm. You've noticed that? Sure. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I know you're serious. Yeah. Well, you can agree. Sure. sure. We'll go to Hawaii when I decide to we go to Hawaii. <laughs> I swear it's going to work out that way. Like, I, I'm feeling, like, really close. Like, I'm still running into issues with the software, but, like, at maybe four weeks, if I really, like, spend a lot... Because it's like every time I actually wrote this as a topic, but every time I'm like working through this shit, every time I think I'm making progress, I find out later that I actually didn't. And then I have to take steps back. And that's what it feels like when you're learning something hard, doing working on something new and hard. It's just like there's so much to learn. I've read so much, man. It sucks. And I'm like, I learned so much about shit I didn't even care to learn about just to make something work on the softer shit so it's like every time you take a two steps forward you take one step back sometimes you take three steps forward you take it one step to the right then two steps to the left four steps back and then finally one step forward and you're just like did i net a step or am i back one step i don't even fucking know that's how it feels like that's what it feels like when you're learning something new or trying to build something from scratch from scratch yeah dude like I'm looking for shortcuts, but every time you take a shortcut, you realize you fucked yourself somehow. So you got to go back the way you came. You know, it's like a maze. You think you've taken a shortcut to get closer to the end, but then you realize it's a dead end and then you got to go trail back. So that's all the time it took you to go there. Now you got to go back. That's what happened literally with one of the things I was working on the software thing. I built this whole thing. I spent like almost a week going through this some guy built something but i needed it for a different application so i was trying to like finagle it to work eventually i got it to work and i thought i had it working and then i realized it's it's not going to work for the thing i'm trying to build so i'm just like i spent all this time working on some shit and it was just wasted time but that's the nature of it and i'm not mad i learned something so uh yeah that's the journey and i am learning i'm realizing this journey is going to be take at least five years yeah yeah i know it's long but if I'm right, it'll pay off bigly, 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 bigly. Yeah, it's a good word, bigly. A made-up word, but it's a good word. You know what I mean? It's bigly. I have my fingers up, like uh, the, my boy. <laughs> oh man, Wagwan. Okay, we missed you last week. Uh, I was on, but I was at a. You yeah, you were asleep. listening, dude. Did you fall asleep? Nah, I was at a uh, at a bar with the coworkers. I thought that was Friday nights. Yeah, I don't even know why we went out. To be honest, do, you, do your coworkers like to drink a lot? They do. They 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 because uh. they be working like ten hours and they they want like some big release. You know what I'm saying? So they they do whatever they can, bro. Why are they working ten hours? Because the they the job demands it, bro. For real? Yeah. Yeah, man, that sucks. Yeah, we are in the same program, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even put it that way, bro. Shit, bro. <laughs> you got me fucked up if you go get <laughs> 10 hours hell done, bro. So you got hell no. Like, no, no, no. Is it an actual te- 10 hours of work or is it like. Yeah, dead ass. He, so they, so my, my fans gets up at 6 and starts working uh 7 and then they finish around like uh, uh close to 7, no, 6, 7 ish. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Wait, so who's our guest? He getting on right now. Um, this guy's been on Discord before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Billy was surprised uh, when I told him I had it downloaded already. What's up, man? I'm good, bro. Introduce yourself real quick. Uh, my name is Ali. I'm from Saudi, but I'm also from the UK. Hey. So, you know, it's, it's quite complex, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I've come to realize ever since I moved out here, people actually have a genuine difficulty in understanding what I'm saying. So, really? you know, Wait. I... Could you repeat I, that? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Do <laughs> they? <laughs> it's not that hard to understand. It's just an accent, right? I don't or, know. Bro. Do you have a British Saudi accent? You didn't Ooh. hear it when he was talking. No, I, I can't tell. I mean, mm, I can no. definitely. I could hear the British, but no, because I, oh, no. uh, I, I when I moved to Saudi, uh, people wouldn't understand. So I'd have to speak in a Saudi accent. Okay. I, I, I can demonstrate if you, if, if you want. Yeah, go for it, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say, like, I don't know, I forgot to do my homework, right? Okay. Mister, um, yeah, I forgot to do the homework. Can you please uh, help me? <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. They yeah. really do talk like that, huh? Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Wow. A... Damn. That's I, I, I feel like uh, the accent is definitely praised more here than it is in Saudi. Really? Yeah. Oh, why do you think that is? Um, well, if I'm being entirely honest, when I moved to Saudi, a lot of um, people were kind of uh, envious, actually, because, you know, I lived in Europe and all this, and they've been stuck in Saudi the whole time or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't, like, embrace it. Like, they could love the accent. They could love the culture. They could do all this. But because they didn't experience that themselves, they get jealous in a way. Okay. So, so that, that's actually what happened. Like, I, I've heard from people, like, years after, and they're telling me, like, yeah, I was kind of jealous, you know. So I, I, so I started hating on it, you know. In oh, here, yeah. people just embraced it, really. Mm -hmm. So that's good. It's, a, it's an advantage here in the States, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, I don't know. Like, uh, in one of these older podcasts, I told, like, Akram, my brothers, um, I think it'd be funny if we hired someone to help us learn a British accent and then just had a whole podcast recording of us speaking this <laughs> way and then going to people and, like, hitting on girls with the accent and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, there's so many people on day-to-day -day that just do it, like, on a random occasion. Like, they'll just start speaking in a British accent. Like, I've caught people, like, doing it subconsciously. They don't even realize they're doing it yeah. because they kept doing that. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. There's some fascination there with uh, Americans. It sounds smarter for some reason. I don't even know why <laughs> when they say mm -hmm. so. I think Americans are just more envious of, like, the different sounds, like, you know, different word like different words make, especially when other people are saying it or other people from different countries are making you know saying it. For Americans, it's just like they they want to feel exotic because oh, Americans no, are just are, well, Americans don't feel I don't know. Yeah, but like if someone started speaking English in a Spanish accent or like in a Arab accent, no one's gonna be like, damn, that nigga's smart. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> probably, probably not but no. at the same time like the way i see it is if somebody has an accent or they speak mm. multiple languages i already know they're already smarter than me because they're able to speak another language yeah really oh. yeah okay. that, that that's the way i see it but other people like most americans don't they're mm. like no I'll speak that speak american in Amer you know in america 
Like, you get the fuck out of here. Or like if they speak with a Japanese accent, you automatically assume they're really good at math, right? No, that's just you, right? <laughs> no, they're super smart. <laughs> with your racist ass. It's not racist. It's a positive trait, dude. God damn it. All right, well. Positive racist ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Obviously, it's obviously good with the girls, too. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. so like if you're on a dating app, you have to leave like a voice recording, right? <laughs> I feel like you have to. That's, that's the one thing you need. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Um, best you could do is put like a flag. That's all you need. That's it. A flag? Really? A flag. That's all you need? God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Like, like you're trying too hard. If you're trying to do a voice note and shit. No, just say, you know, hello. And that's it. That's the <laughs> one word. <laughs> a flag. Um, Maybe I, I've I've try that. Multiple girls that were like, oh, wow. Like, I've never heard a British accent in real life. Like, it sounds just like the TV shows. They'd say like, that? they get like mesmerized. Like, they, there was a time where I met this girl, right? And mm-hmm. I was talking to her normally. And she was like, wow, whatever, right? Then she forgot that I had the accent. So when she talked to me again, she was like, wow. Like, she was still that same type of feeling. Right, yeah. when she was mesmerized, she was like, "Oh, I, I forgot you had an accent." Have you ever tried throwing the the Arab accent after you've used your British? What do What do you mean? Oh, have so I like, you meet a girl? The Arab a girl. accent. Oh, and I use my Arab one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. Oh, you I should, do. dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, first date, you're like your normal accent, your British accent. Maybe a few dates in, you want to get her comfortable with the idea and she like tells her friends or whatever. Yo, it'd be even funnier if like only with her you use your British accent, but then when other people are around, you whip out the Arab one. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, why are you talking like that? It's like, talking like what? (laughs) Dude, that show would be hilarious, man. Oh my God. You can definitely play around with that, yeah. For sure. Yeah, considering when I moved to the UK, I didn't know a word of English. Like, you know, I, I'm I'm surprised it got this far, you know. Yeah, that's good. What was that like? Because, like, English is a weird language, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. which isn't very consistent depending on, like, the word or some words, they're just pronounced in a unique way depending on the arrangement of letters. and. Yeah, and some sound the same. Or, like, yeah. there's, like, you know, the hidden the hidden letters where you don't pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah it's the whole thing. Yeah. So what's the culture like in Saudi, though? I've heard so many different things. I don't know what's true and what isn't. <laughs> um, the way you live in Saudi depends on the people you know. Okay. That, that, that's the main thing. A lot, of, a lot more things are more accessible when you know the right people. I feel like that's like that with a lot of places, but specifically Saudi. Like if you were hanging around with girls or not, for example, you've got to know okay. the right people. Like the people that have already been doing that, the people that know the girls. Like it's... it's it's very complex because there used to be like separation between men and uh, women. But then like th- there was a point where like the separation got like too big, like it was too much. Mm-hmm. And then the floodgates just opened and everybody just started like going out with girls and oh, doing all this. Yeah. Like technically we're not supposed to do it, but it's a lot more frequent. Though. The country has become uh, way more open than it used to. Like yeah. even like five years ago, women weren't even allowed to drive. I don't, I'm right. pretty sure you heard about that. Yeah. Uh, but now they are, and they're like, uh, also like the headscarf, the hijab. Yeah. It's actually uh, optional to wear now. Okay. That's, so that's it, cool. it's, it's, yeah, so it's very like progressive right now. That's what they are trying to do in a way. Yeah, but here's the thing with like, not that it's a bad thing. Okay. Let me just qualify. 
Okay. <laughs> but like by letting women drive, you essentially doubled the amount of drivers. Oh yeah, yeah. We they did think about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like traffic jams overnight. And yeah, it, they actually like statistically, yes, it it did uh cause more accidents. But I felt like oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I'm, we're not even gonna go there. But, you know. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Damn, dude. Bro, I don't know how you think about that. <laughs> no, because like logistically speaking, the roads weren't made for twice as many drivers, so it's like it's gotta be bad. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Hella like, traffic everywhere, all the time. Yeah. And, and it's like, like the roads aren't big enough. Yeah. Maybe they should have planned it a little better. Like, mm. upgrade the roads before you just double the amount of drivers overnight. Uh, yeah, there's, like, women that, 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 like, first day, they got, like, a new Benz or they got a whatever, oh. and they crashed <laughs> it straight away. So. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to think about, like, cars and pricing of those because now you just double demand of that. Gas, well, I mean, gas isn't a problem, I guess, in that region. But, no. like, yeah. Oh, no, man. That's funny. I think a lot of Americans don't realize, like, some of the liberties we have here don't exist everywhere else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. They don't appreciate it. So it's like when I hear people complaining, usually on social media on some shit about, like, America, I'm like, you have no clue what the rest of the world is like. Like, I, I mean, look, there's always issues here that we got to fix. Sure. But it's like, you can also be grateful for our <laughs> lot in life because things could be worse. And they are worse for some people out there. Oh. Um, I, I, yeah, it just depends on what region, I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I feel like I've just been grilling you about Saudi for the last <laughs> No, it's fine. It, like, it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it, the, when you live there, it's definitely what you make of it. Like, <laughs> you can do everything. But like at a certain price, you know, yeah, like, I don't know. A lot of things are really like not allowed, I guess, in a way. Like alcohol is a big one, right? Or... Yeah, but it's very underground, but you can still get it somehow. But it's, uh, yeah, it's very, very illegal. However, yeah. if you know the right people, it's accessible. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be ever stupid enough to even try remotely anything like that. Yeah. Uh, especially in Saudi too. Yeah. But I like. I do know people that have, and yeah, usually, usually when that thing happens, they're like caught by like their families or whatever. But uh, obviously, their families wouldn't snitch on them; yeah. they'll just like beat their ass or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a uh, that's a lot better than being jailed. Yeah, for drinking um, alcohol. Yeah, and like being jailed is like they they still there's like there's still like whippings and stuff like that. Are you serious? Yeah, there's still whippings. Like you get like a hundred whips if you for your son cry like shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it'd be funny to read the law book if it actually said that shit. It probably uh, does. Yeah, yeah, it probably does. Yeah, there's, there's like <laughs> it depends what crime you did, and they go, "That's it." Like that's the system. That's funny, dude. All right, so but after the hundred lashings, then they let you go, right? No, that that's before you actually enter the jail. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, as soon as you enter, you get lashed, and then you go in. Oh. Yeah, so it's like, and I'm sure Saudi's not the only place in the world that does that. I'm sure there are plenty. Oh of no, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably this is yeah. In other parts of the world, so it's like, oh no, man. Yeah, you guys have a lot of things here that are, is, are very accessible, but unaccessible to many others. Definitely. 
See, I know my personal disposition is fuck the man. So there are places in the world I know I am incompatible with off the rip, which I would, if I was going to be prudent, I should avoid. Like, like Saudi. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a big mouth, man. I got a big mouth. <laughs> I, know, I know it. It's like, do I really want to be jailed today? Oh, man, maybe. <laughs> But the whippings like, are kind of harsh. <laughs> yeah, basically, dude. Man, they're just like, fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't know. When you first came to America, probably you were like, damn, cheeseburgers are really good, huh? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, you got to realize, like, some things were just so glorified. Like, oh, Chick-fil-A, oh, In-N-Out. Like, oh, my God, you know? <laughs> the whole thing, like, especially coming to California. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, like what I've seen in the movies. But it, it turns out it's literally the same as everything else. It's very similar to the UK, actually. Like, mm. not in terms of people, because people act way different here. Well, that's yeah. another topic. But in terms of, like, environment, it's very similar. And uh, a lot of things that were, like, glorified in my head, I just realized they were, like, they were, like, normal things. Mm. It's like how I want to go to see the Hollywood time, for example. But my friends have lived here the whole life, so they feel like there's no point in doing that. Yeah. For example, yeah. People who don't live in California glorify California. For sure. It's crazy. Like, I saw a lot of that in New York, too. And like, oh, my God, you're from California? Some people really just like living in basically good weather all year, which I'm not going to lie. Like, snow sucks. But... Low-key, this is my favorite weather I've lived in. Like, in the UK, it was so cold that, like, my hands would start hurting. <laughs> and then in Saudi, it was always so hot. So this yeah. is the perfect in-between. I feel like at night it gets a little colder. You know, you can put like a hoodie on or something. Yeah. Um, but like during the day, it's like hot enough to just wear like a t-shirt. You know, I was telling Ali, I, I thought that UK was the softest people in the world, bro. <laughs> softest? Yeah, I thought they were soft, bro. Why? Like, I don't know. I just didn't know what the UK had. But I was watching a show called Top Boy. <laughs> but I was like, damn, bro. He think he's hood, bro. <laughs> what? What's the show about? So, well, the top boy is the the guy who owns the hood, right? Like that that sells. They call him a top boy. Thing. Yeah, they call him <laughs> top boy. Like he, he, he he's a top of the he he's the guy, right? Yeah. So right. I, I started talking in the UK uh, accent. Um, <laughs> not actually the slang the slang i started talking uh, to, the slang to uh, ali bro the guy, uh, he's like, yeah, like oh, i'm answering his schools he's like wagwanji i was like oh that's why you i was like what oh like at the end of the phone call he was like love uh-huh. as soon as he hopped on the call that's the first thing he said Gwagwanji. oh yeah <laughs> i was like dude <laughs> like calm it down dude like <laughs> It doesn't sound legitimate coming out of your mouth, Vila. Exactly. This is the first time you're saying it, and you're acting like, you know, it was part of your vocabulary since you wow. were a baby. No, yeah, he told me he wants to implement it in his vocab, so. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Jamaica, though. Like, they bring me that to the UK. Yeah, so but that's Jamaica. UK, that's not UK, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They brought that word into the UK. Everybody UK uses it. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you know how the uh, the black culture uh, changes like everything in 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 the country. It's the same thing with uh, the UK too. Oh, okay. Or like a yeah. waistline, waistline, for example. Like, yeah. What does that mean again? 
I think that's like I waste the space, you're wasting my time, you're just you, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you're just a bum, basically. You're just a bum. Like the mandem, huh? Man <laughs> mandem. Mandem is Are just you... men plural, like exactly. For uh, yeah. real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> like yeah, I'm on call with the mandem right now, for example. Oh, hey, also it's a group of hey, people. Bro. Yeah. You got my piece? A group of guys. Or you you, you're your people your people essentially bro you owe me people what do you mean i just nah. paid for your dinner bro hey i, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paid for your food yesterday yeah yeah what i no. used my oh, piece, yeah, you, did, bro. you did you did you did you did you did you did yeah That's i'll show owe you like uh half of it like i'll i'll, I'll send it to you yeah yeah i'll send you your piece bro <laughs> your piece. Send, send the p over bro yeah it means it means uh money like paper <laughs> the piece. Right. Yeah. You you want to say? Oh, I'll, I'll send you some shillings later. <laughs> you <know? laughs> shillings? Are you kidding me? I'll sure tell it, Ali. Ali, tell Ali. Hey, bro, don't you be on that crumpet shit? <laughs> what does that mean, crumpet. bro? I don't like even crumpet. like crumpets, bro. Like crumpets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, bro, crumpets like, are not even that good, bro. <laughs> What do they call them? No, no, no. They call them digestives, right? Oh my god, bro. No, don't get me started, bro. Oh my god. Digestives are so good, bro. My friends piss out of me, bro. They're like, oh, go eat some more digestives. It's bro, just a cracker, right? No, cookie? it's not. It's a biscuit, bro. A biscuit, yeah. See, he always says, he doesn't say cookies. He says biscuits, bro. <laughs> no, no biscuits is something you get from bro, KFC. I'm like, bro, why do you call it biscuits? Because it's, it's fucking cookies. Nah, listen. There's a difference between a cookie and a biscuit. Cookies okay. still exist in my vocab. It's just a different thing. Like, I'll give you an example. You go to Subway. You get a cookie, not a biscuit, for example. Okay. Right. But then uh, digestives is a biscuit. It's covered. It's, it's, it's just a biscuit. Is this the one with chocolate on it? Yes. Uh, oh, I love those. I've been trying to find them out here, bro. I, I asked anybody, bro. They just start laughing at the name because it's called digestive. Like, yeah, I, didn't, I, I couldn't even tell what digestive It's, it's actually, uh, I searched it up. I read about it. It was actually created to help you with digestive problems, but then it ended up not helping anything like that, and they just made it a biscuit. That's it. They should change the name. Bro, biscuits and cookies are two different things, but... People yeah. don't believe in biscuits out here, man. Uh, like other people in other country, like they call them in different things. Like uh, our, like our dad calls them biscottis. No, 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 that's a different thing. That's, a that's different the same. Thing. No, I think those no, are the no, same no. things. No, biscottis are a, a specific type of. They're all classified to Americans as cookies, but in other countries, they make distinctions between what we call what we just generalize as cookies. So biscottis are like this Italian, you know, harder and it's shaped in a certain way. What he's talking about, biscuits are this different thing. But we Americans would classify Oreos, chocolate chip cookies, biscuits, and biscotti biscottis as all cookies. Yeah, and so I like that's where the, the difference is. Oreo is not a cookie. What would you call it? It's a biscuit. <laughs> oh, yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah. All right. So anything that is it that's like hard and firm, I think. With yeah, like it, anything, cream. anything that you can you can eat while putting like in tea or in milk. You wouldn't dip a chocolate chip cookie in some milk. Mm, never done that in my life. I don't know. Akram has done that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a American thing. 
That's yeah, I know. So like you would eat a chocolate chip cookie or a snickerdoodle with milk. Yeah. Like, I guess Girl, Girl Scout cookies, a lot of them would be considered biscuits. Biscuits, yeah. I, yeah. So like, I feel like Oreo is the, is the clear like in between, between cookies and biscuits, in my opinion. Mm. It's, 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 that's one example maybe I shouldn't have brought up because it's, it's literally in between. Mm. Mm, I don't, do you, know, do you know like Milano's? Yeah. Yeah, those are biscuits. Uh okay okay yeah all right I understand it now I understand it now you know it makes a lot more sense because it doesn't make sense to put a chocolate chip cookie with a with a hard cookie like an Oreo or a biscuit it doesn't make sense to classify them as the same thing because they're completely different different baked goods yeah yeah uh, okay well okay biscuits very nice. It's so, um very nice, very nice. <laughs> yeah, very nice, very nice. Yeah. yeah. One thing I noticed in London was everybody smokes. Mm. So okay. I don't, I don't see that here. I think the really? anti-smoking campaign worked really well here, or maybe SoCal's different, but mm. I don't see a lot of people here smoking. But like when I was walking through London, I couldn't believe like even little kids. I don't know how little, <laughs> but they're like. <laughs> Maybe 13, 14, 15, smoking cigarettes, come out of a corner store or something with a pack of cigs. I'm just like, what the heck? I, I'm pretty sure the legal age is uh, 16 in the UK for cigs. Oh. Um, it's like the age of consent is 16, too. Oh. So you have, like, young people in bars and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Ours, ours is 18. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's 18? Okay. Yeah, ours is 18. Okay. The thing is about smoking, it's not just cigarettes. So it's it's a lot of things. Like the one thing that they've been doing is like um helium, like the, the like this um nos. It's called nos. Oh drug. shit! Are you serious? Yeah, and that's very popular. They just put it in a uh, in the in balloons. Yeah, in balloons. Yeah, the cartridges. Yeah. yeah, they put it in balloons and they just smoke that. They just inhale it. There's multiple cases of like people actually dying from that. Yeah, but uh, it's very popular. That's kind of weird because like if you oh wait, so do they sell it in a balloon too? No, no, no. You get your own balloons and then you put the nos. Oh, uh, uh, okay, okay. That'd been funny because like a drug deal where they're like, I'll give you this balloon and it has <laughs> nos. <in> it. <laughs> and you just like uh, it'd be funny if it was like tied to strings because I'm pretty sure nitrous oxide is like less dense than atmosphere so it would float and mm. so <laughs> you guys <laughs> you give it like balloons to people oh man weird thing is like uh i got into like whipped cream i really like whipped cream a few oh years my, ago. I, know, I know what you're gonna say what okay, <laughs> okay I, actually, I got the canister i got the canister and the like the cartridges and everything and um i didn't actually do it i didn't actually do it because i was like Okay, but I could, and I held. I had a whole like carton full of these cartridges, man. But I did fuck. There's the shit you can get high on, right? Yeah, it's the shit you can get high on. Yeah, that's yeah. actually like one of the ways uh, people in Saudi get high. I again, I haven't tried it, but I, like I've heard about it. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, if you just want to get high, just go get some whipped cream, and you know. Or like a lot of people like using fucking like cough syrup and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. They get very um um creative with it. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't know if people even do that kind of stuff here, because it's like, do you? I, I don't know. Do you? I want to see the point. 
the social restrictions that they have there encourage wild behavior because it's like because like here or like freer countries like i don't know if you've ever been to amsterdam it's wild like all of it's out in the open you could basically do whatever you want you go to stores you can get a crack pipe you can buy lsd from a store with, okay. uh, yeah so it's like complete liberation but you don't see people in the streets like high as shit like on on the ground live it i feel like, I feel like in, in that environment they just want to do it uh when they're most comfortable because mm. it's allowed yeah. i don't know i definitely feel like um because of the social restrictions yeah some people tend to do that mm. um obviously they're very secretive about it but uh, yeah like yeah there's a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people are addicted to Nick, nicotine, like uh, the vapes and everything. But that's the hookah stuff, right? Not nah, that's hookah stuff and the actual vapes. Like the vapes are big. Uh, really? uh, I don't. I don't personally like them, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, definitely throughout high school there and everything, it was uh, very popular. Well, yeah, it's like because it's like their alternative, really. Like I have, I have family members that are like do hookah every day but it's just like it is it's different yeah i mean hookah does have nicotine in it right yeah yeah not, okay yeah just or not no. just not as much really yeah i tried hookah once and i think i just have a problem with inhaling smoke i tried mm. it with weed couldn't do it hookah not so much either i don't think i would do well with vapes and i'm not even in oh no yeah uh, yeah but yeah that's that's cool thank you for coming on by the way no yeah for sure yeah, I uh, I've, I've been meaning to come on um, before actually, but I it just never panned out, you know. Uh, Akram Bilal, do you guys have any questions for this man? I mean, I'm always around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old are you? I'm 19. Oh shit. Hey, but like moving across the world at, at the age of 18, bro. You got it, stories. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. See, that's why I think a lot of guys, when you're like talking to a chick, it's nice. It's really, really useful to have gone through a lot of experiences because you got life experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It makes talking to people so much easier. Uh, yeah, definitely. I-, I feel like when I moved here, I realized I'm way more social than I actually thought I was. Oh, it's definitely because of the environment, though. Yeah. Because I've been in like other environments, like I've been to like Italy, France, Turkey, stuff like that. Yeah. And and it's always different, but it's always the same in a way. Mm-hmm. If you want my personal experience, you know, no, no hate on Italy, but I didn't really enjoy my stay. Like I went, and went to Venice and Rome and all that, and eh, it was I. I enjoyed France way more. France, way more. I went Why? to the south of France. It wasn't even Paris. It was like the whole jungle and everything. There's a jungle. Yeah, like uh, we went on a trip, and they literally took our phones away for like a week. So you know, we actually managed to live real life fully. Oh, shit. and um there was this whole thing where we went wanted to go canoeing right Mm -hmm. and it was like this whole track it was like very long it took a very long time but hey now i can say i did that right it it was i I don't know i i I definitely feel like i've experienced a lot of things in my life considering i'm only 19 like i've already lived in like three different countries like i've been to other places so I'm, i'm definitely thankful that i'm able to do that you know yeah, that's one of the things, like, a lot of Americans, they never, I mean, I, I would say, like, America is pretty diverse in, like, the climates and kind of experiences you can have across the country, but we do all speak the same language, and it's not that interesting when you bring it up to people. <laughs> yeah. It really isn't, because it's like, you really don't have to travel to another country to experience, like, um, different cultures, at least within America, but 
it's if you really want life stories which make it easy to have conversations with people um, definitely life experiences abroad is where i would say it's at i've sure. noticed two things a lot of people haven't been outside the country which i was surprised at yeah it's um, very common yeah I was, I was so confused because i expected everybody to be out the like out of the country not just different states like at least canada or something <laughs> but uh yeah. i don't know well europe's kind of unique well i mean the rest of the world you, europe's pretty dense with all the different types of countries that they have so close to each other so it makes it easy to experience a lot of different things but you know when you're separated by two big oceans i mean yeah you do have canada but they're kind of like us, except polite. And then Mexico. That's what I heard. And they yeah. have milk in bags. Yeah, and they do, actually. Yeah, that's crazy to me. That's wild. You know what's crazier, though? <laughs> People in England don't put their eggs in fridges. Hmm. Or no? Or I'm just I, I don't know. In my, in my household, maybe because of an Arabic household, we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, uh, I thought why, was... would, why wouldn't you put it in the fridge? <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure eggs don't have to be refrigerated. I mean, think about it, right? Like, if the egg isn't fertilized, right, it's not gonna, it's not gonna turn into a little. You know what's crazy? Yeah. One of my old roommates, he's he's Egyptian, right? Yeah. So I ain't gonna lie, he was dirty as hell, but um, he would buy groceries and have them surrounded around his bed, so eggs would be right next to him. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like in my head, I'm like. And I see that for days. I'm like, what the hell? Like, wait. So he just like, if he's hungry, he just goes around his bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck, bro? He wants to make scrambled. You can't just eat raw. Well, I guess maybe you could eat raw eggs, but like, what if he wanted to cook those eggs? He doesn't have like a skillet next to him, does he? Nah, I guess I guess he like he he uses the kitchen, uh, which is not that far from his bed. It's like really close. And he just keeps the eggs right next to his bed. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, strange. <laughs> weird as hell, bro. I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. It was so weird to me. Damn. But uh, yeah, definitely like moving out here to California, it, was, it wasn't the easiest choice because I got accepted into a really good uh, university in, in London. Mm-hmm. And like I had a hell of friends there and they wanted was me to Oxford? go. Was it, it, was, it was not. It was, it, was, it was King's College. King's uh, College, London. That. Have you heard of it? No. It's like I've number it. it's, it's like number 25 in the world, right? Oh, okay. And it's like uh, the acceptance rates are like like Ivy Leagues like 10%, 9%. Okay. And I got accepted for business. However, like I I don't know, I had a week to decide and I, I the only reason I chose America was A, you know, go go lowerification, right? I wanted to come here and see how it was. Yeah. But B, like, I, I just wanted something new, you know? Like, I, I felt like I already had got the full experience, in mm-hmm. a way, in England. Granted, like, I was younger, so, I, like, probably not the full, full experience. Yeah. But na- now I know people in, like, different countries. So if I go to this place or that place, you know, I've, I, I know people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it was just a fresh start. I, I, I don't regret my decision. Like, I'm happy here. It's cool. It is, it, it is very beneficial to... Like go somewhere where you're not familiar and learn things and experience something new. I got that experience with New York, but it's not like going from London to or England to California. That's a pretty big transition. (laughs) Yeah, uh, especially I came from Saudi now. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely uh, unique, especially like in Saudi where we would have the environment surrounded by like maids and drivers and stuff. Are you serious? Yeah, like that, that everyone has maids and drivers. It's known as like luxury here because it actually costs way more than it does for us to do it in Saudi. But um, oh. like you'd have people do stuff for you all the time. So like imagine my shock when I came here. I literally didn't have to wash my clothes properly. So, <laughs> uh, you know. No, that would be dope. I want a fucking driver. Oh, man. No, I guess Uber is basically that. But Yeah, but, like, it's, it's not overpriced. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Maids. I could use a maid. That would be useful. Yeah, very helpful. Yeah. But, you know, I've, uh, as soon as I came here, I had to be more, like, self-independent. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, oh. we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I feel like as uh, like as soon as I go back to Saudi, everyone's gonna be like, "Who's this person?" Like, how, like he changed so much. I don't know. That's that's how I think so. Yeah, <sighs> like I've been hearing it just through like talking to them through the phone. They're like, "Oh wow, you did this!" Like it's yeah. like very simple stuff. Like, oh, putting up LED lights and like doing this, doing that. But it's just like I don't know. Usually people would get someone else to do that for them like, that's just how it <laughs> putting up led lights oh man literally bro like that's such a simple task like yeah uh, but when my when, when my family saw that they were like really you did that yourself <laughs> i was like yeah what <laughs> oh man gosh i don't know yeah we independent people out here yeah i don't know i guess it's nice to have people do things for you but at the same time it's like i don't want to be amazed when someone like changes the oil in my car you know (laughs) (laughs) oh no man wow okay that's wild All right, so I'm going to edit this. You'll get an advanced copy of it. And then, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and then uh, feel free to share it to people. Let them know. Yeah. Yeah. And then share it to girls and be like, yo, I was on a podcast. I'm an important guy. <laughs> Name drop it. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> With the accent, the stories, and the celebrity status that this podcast will give you, you're unstoppable, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's it, bro. Life is complete. It's complete. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. I appreciate it.